You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We have a few prospects heating back up. Let's break them down next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Saturday, June 11th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White. And who are those prospects heating back up? Alex Kirilov with the Minnesota Twins and Jared Kelnick with the Seattle Mariners. Scott, what are those guys up to? They are doing some big things, especially Kirilov. He's the one I'm, I'm more excited about because, well, I've, I've liked him all along and he... He hasn't been the same since hurting his wrist early in his rookie season, tried playing through it, eventually had to have surgery. We thought he was past it, but then he showed up this year and uh, was still having problems with the wrist, spent some time on the IL, went back to AAA, was hitting just singles at first, but but suddenly the power has, has just exploded for him. Uh, he had a span where he hit four home runs in three days, and the numbers of AAA look awesome. Not only that, but he's walking a ton, which is something we've never seen from Kirloff at any level. So I think he's uh, back to being, a, you know, as, as much as as much as anybody, any minor leaguer is stashable in your league. I think Kirilov is near the top of that list for me again, and and hopefully we'll see him soon for the Twins. Kalnick's been hot too. The plate discipline's been pretty bad though, but the Mariners after. You know, obviously, Machaniger's already on the IL. Uh, Kyle Lewis recently got put on the IL, and it sounds like he's going to be a while. So it seems like the Mariners could use Kelnick if he's able to keep this going. All right, let's get into the five prospects on The Verge. Vinny Pasquantino with the Royals, Riley Green with the Tigers, O'Neill Cruz with the Pirates, Miguel Vargas with the Dodgers, and Jaron Duran with the Red Sox. And... Enrique Hernandez recently went on the IL, Scott, for the Red Sox, so maybe Duran gets mm. another shot. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, he probably deserved a shot over over Enrique Hernandez anyway. And I, I thought it was telling that when the Red Sox called up Duran, Jaron Duran, last week uh, for just two days because Jackie Bradley was on paternity leave, they batted him leadoff. They batted Duran leadoff both of those days, like, unless you're Tony La Russa in in the year of our Lord 2022, you're not, you're not batting a bad batter leadoff. you know, like they must believe in Duran's bat and believe he would upgrade the lineup. So there are several places he could fit and hopefully next time he'll stick around for good. Uh, I don't think it's a crazy high ceiling for Duran. You know, he, he, he tried tapping into his power more last year. It didn't really work out. So he's gone back to being, more of a line drive batting average guy who steals a lot of bases. But there's value in that, especially if he's going to bat leadoff for the Red Sox. So I think he's among the stashables here. The other four, not much has changed since we last convened. Vinny Pasquantino has cooled off a bit while Carlos Santana has heated up in the majors. But I, I think I still think we'll see Pasquantino before the end of the month. And the same goes for Riley Green. Uh, not as sure for O'Neill, Cruz, and Miguel Vargas, but Cruz has been performing better of late. And Vargas, you know, obviously Edwin Rios is out for the Dodgers, so there isn't as much cushion if Max Muncy continues to struggle. Muncy just came off the IL, though, and had a great game. 
So that might complicate Miguel Vargas's path. All right, some prospects on the periphery, five of them. These are some prospects who are doing something as of late. And Brandon Fatt, the starting pitcher with the Diamondbacks. Gavin Williams, starting pitcher with the Guardians. Ellie De La Cruz, third baseman with the Reds. Gavin Stone, a starting pitcher with the Dodgers. And Emmanuel Valdez, a second baseman with the Astros. What's going on with these guys? Brandon Fatt, I'll point out, is Fatt with a P. Yeah. But not a PH, a PF. And two A's and a D and a T. <laughs> In case you were confused about that. Anyway, um, he looks like the Diamondbacks' best pitching prospect. He's kind of pulled away from Blake Walston and Ryan Nelson and Dre Jameson. He has uh, an incredible strikeout to walk rate. The ERA is kind of high at double A, but it's double A El Paso. It's, it's, it's a tough place for pitchers. So... You give him a pass for that. I think we could see Brandon Fat before the end of the year. Gavin Williams and Ellie De La Cruz are two prospects surging up the rank. He's probably going to be top 50 next year, if not even higher. Williams, especially, is a pitcher for the Guardians, throws 100 miles per hour, six foot six. So he's got a big reach that makes it look even faster. And he has just been untouchable. 140 ERA, recently got promoted to double-A, uh, looking like a, another stud pitching prospect for the Guardians. Ellie De La Cruz, is it's a volatile profile, bad plate discipline, but a lot of power, a lot of speed. He could be like a, a new O'Neill Cruz if he's able to put it together. And so far at high A, he's done just that. Gavin Stone and, and, and Manuel Valdez, both very interesting they might have the best numbers of any pitcher and hitter in the minor leagues this year. Uh, Stone for the Dodgers. Uh, just the, the strikeout to walk ratio is incredible. And in Mel and Manuel Valdez of the Astros, uh, he's been getting on base a ton, hitting for power. He's five foot nine, and he also doesn't fit anywhere defensively. He's kind of like Jose Miranda. Uh, and we think maybe that's why he got overlooked with the big production in the minors last year. Valdez feels like he could be another example of that. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Monday morning. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.